People are the weakest link in any cybersecurity plan. We're distracted, exhausted, and often unmotivated. It's time to change the approach used to protect our businesses, technology, identity, and data. The human element has to be front and center in a war against data breaches and ransomware attacks. It's time to educate. Probably 10 or 12 years ago when I um, got a call from my my wife's brother, I think it was, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, about his uncle's computer having a screen on it saying that the uh, FBI had seized his computer and was demanding a payment of $200. The uncle was ready to pay the $200. He had young kids who needed the computer for schoolwork. He was ready to pay that $200, didn't think it was a big deal, was concerned about whatever it is that the FBI had seized his computer for, but thought $200 not that big of a deal. This was a ransomware attack. This was the early days of ransomware attacks. They would commandeer single-user computers and put up the screen saying the FBI seized your computer or something similar and demand a payment of a couple hundred dollars and it worked for a little while. Then the ransomware attackers got greedy and said, you know what, if we can get these consumers to pay a couple hundred dollars, we could get these businesses to pay tens of thousands and in some case millions of dollars. And they've succeeded and it has become the scourge of the internet. It is Ransomware Awareness Month. So we put this special podcast together. It is also a YouTube video on the Nawaj Tech YouTube channel. So there will be a link in the show notes. And um, all we're hoping to do with this is to prevent you from being a victim of a ransomware attack in your business. So have a listen and leave us some feedback. Welcome to the Human Element Podcast. Visit our website at thehumanelement.net for more content to help you strengthen your awareness of the people problem in cybersecurity. I am Scott Gumbar, owner of Nuage Tech, a client-focused, security-minded, proactive IT service provider. All right, everyone. Uh, Scott Gumbar, owner of Nuage Tech. We are a client-focused, security-minded, proactive IT service provider. Um, July 1st, Ransomware Awareness month. July is Ransomware Awareness Month, and as I'm recording this tomorrow is July 1st, 2023. And the ransomware problem is not getting better. It is getting far worse. So we thought, why not put a a presentation together? And while we're doing that, we can record for both Nawaz Tech's YouTube channel and all of their social media properties and the Human Element podcast that I host. So critical stuff we're going to get into here sit back and uh, hopefully by the end of this presentation and podcast you'll know what to do to protect your business and your identity your clients data all of that just a little bit better that's the goal here so first of all you have to understand what ransomware is ransomware is a type of bad software or malware 
malicious software that hackers, and again, as you've heard me say in the podcast, if you listen to the podcast, I do not like the word hackers, but so we're going to use cyber criminals um, used to sneak into your computer. Once inside, it locks up your locks up or encrypts your files, making them unusable. So they will be encrypted. You'll try to open it and it will not open. It will tell you you need the decryption key in order to open it. Now, once they've done this, once they've gotten access to your computer, they may stay there for a while and they may um, do some other nefarious things to jump from computer to computer, server to server, whatever. Steal some information, steal some of your employees' info, a lot of nasty stuff. But then they will also steal your client's data, the data that you host for your clients um, because they are clients of yours. And then they will use that to extort you. They will say, pay us some money or... We're going to sell it on the dark web, and we're going to tell all your clients we have your data. The whole world will find out that your data is with us. Think of it as a burglar getting into your house, putting all your valuables into safe, then changing the combination. Your stuff is still there, but you can't access it. That's the first phase. The second phase is we're going to take that stuff, stuff that doesn't belong to you, and we're going to sell it, and we're going to tell those people that it belongs to that we sold it, and we took it from you because you didn't do a good job protecting it. That's essentially what they do now. Ransomware Awareness Month. That's what we're here for. Let's go fishing. 90% of all cyber attacks begin with phishing. Phishing, as we've talked about numerous times on the YouTube channel and on the Human Element podcast, phishing is a method of Exactly what it sounds like, except instead of fish, they're going after you and I. They'll send you emails, text messages, social media posts, or social media messages, phone calls, um, all kinds of ways to try to hook you in as bait with the bait and then eventually run run rampant with ransomware is the ultimate goal. It's not getting any better. Uh, the data breach investigation report by Verizon comes out every year says there was a 13% rise in ransomware attacks year over year from 2021. So the last two years, 13% increase. This rise is greater increase than previous five years combined. So while everybody talks about doing away with ransomware, it's not going anywhere. One of the primary reasons for that is it makes money, a lot of money for a lot of people. Statista says that 71% of all global businesses felt the impact of ransomware trends. A total of 62.9%, 63%, almost two-thirds of the ransomware victims paid the ransom. Now, keep in mind, is ransomware demands are usually in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and in some cases, millions and tens of millions, depending on, they know their target. They know who they're going after. So when they targeted the, the health uh, administration in Ireland, I don't remember the exact title of the administration, but it was the health administration in Ireland. They wanted $50 million. When they attacked the colonial pipeline, I think they demanded $10 million um, or somewhere in that range. So they know their target. They know what they're going to, what they're capable of getting. And that's what they're going to ask for. The industry's most targeted education, finance, government, healthcare, and tech tech for obvious reasons you go after one of us you're probably going to get access to a bunch of clients in the process education finance government and healthcare all high level high value targets healthcare information 
is the single most valuable piece of information on the dark web. So that is why it is highly targeted. Um, we talked about on a previous video, there's a video up already on the Noage Tech YouTube channel about why healthcare information is so valuable. One of the reasons is because it in usually includes more information than personally identifiable information. So um, the healthcare information, these healthcare providers need to do a better job protecting it. So what can you do? You're stressed, you're overworked, you're exhausted, you're not sure what to do to protect your client's data. Because at the end of the day, it is about customer service. If you're not doing your part in protecting your client's data, you're not doing a good job taking care of your customers. That is ultimately the goal here. If you lose your client's data, it gets encrypted, whatever incident happens, have you done a good job taking care of your customers? If it was you on the receiving end of that notice, because you do have to, to provide notice now that if you're hit with a data breach or ransomware attack, and it's usually combination of both you do have to provide notice that you were hit with a ransomware attack and data breach so what can you do so i've got 10 things here that we can do to help improve the chances that we do not fall victim to a ransomware attack or if we do our chances of recovering without having to pay a ransom there is i believe legislation to make it a criminal act to pay a ransom demand. I don't know if criminal is the right word, but I believe there is there is potential legislation to prevent businesses from paying a ransom demand. And you're already supposed to report it. So you need to get our act together and, and learn to work together to try to prevent the scourge from, from getting even worse. So the first thing, have a backup plan. Your data needs to get backed up, and it cannot just be backed up to an external hard drive connected to the same computer that you're using every day uh, or the server that you use every day. It needs to have some level of security to that. So regularly back up all important data and verify its integrity. That means, you know, occasionally every couple of months maybe try to restore, make sure that the data looks good. This ensures that even if your system is compromised, you can still recover your data without paying the ransom. And you should also do this. A lot of us are using Office 365 or Google Workspace now for email. You should be backing that up, um, backing up um, SharePoint, OneDrive. Uh, whatever you can back up, it needs to get backed up. Dropbox. Use the 321 method, three backups on two different media. So you could have a local backup on a NAS or um, an, another drive, another computer somewhere that has a password to it. And then at least one offsite that's typically going to be cloud. Um, so I have some clients that are doing two or three cloud backups. Education is critical. This is, if there's one piece of advice I could tell you is the most important, it is this. Train your staff, educate your staff about the dangers. And this is everybody from sea level down of phishing emails and suspicious websites, many ransomware attacks start with a simple click on a malicious link. It's all it takes. Or download. Download a document. And you're going to see some of that in a moment. Uh, if we're not constantly providing information to our team from, from top down, we are setting ourselves up for failure. Trust no one. Use updated security software. Regularly updating your security software can protect against known types of ransomware 
Make sure your antivirus software is set to automatically update and perform regular scans. Implement a zero trust policy. Zero trust is a security concept centered on the belief that organizations should not automatically trust anything inside or outside its perimeters and instead must verify anything and everything trying to connect to its systems before granting access. So in other words, you cannot approve an application just willy-nilly. It has to be approved by um, someone who can check the validity of that application, whether or not it's malware, and um, take the appropriate course of action. In simpler terms, zero trust means never trust, always verify. That is zero trust. That's what we use here at Noir's Tech. Um, applications are whitelisted as needed. And if they're not whitelisted, then you're going to need to get approval before installing them. That includes things like Google Chrome add-ons and Firefox add-ons and uh, plugins and pretty much everything that's out there. Patch and update. Keep systems updated. Always install updates and patches for your operating system applications as soon as they become available. These updates often fix security vulnerabilities that ransomware could exploit. Every month, Microsoft has Patch Tuesday, and usually there's four or five zero days or critical patches that um, might already be exploited. And so those need to get patched. Now, this in the notes, I said, uh, as soon as they are available, uh, I usually test first. So test on a test system for uh, wait a few days, make sure it's not breaking anything, because sometimes those patches break things. And it's happened almost every month this year that something was broken. So wait a few days and then patch. Don't wait months. That's very dangerous, but a few days. Um, typically, we are three days after Patch Tuesday. We push out the patches. We've tested it. We push them out. Implement access controls. Limit the access of your employees to your network. Only provide access to those files and directories that are absolutely necessary for their work. So the um, secretary should not have access to sensitive financial documents. Um, the... Um, Different departments, you know, if, if you're in marketing, you should not have access to the accounting department. If you're in healthcare and you work the front desk, you shouldn't have access to patient files you know, or limited access just to check in. And all of these things should be in play. I, I can't tell you how many times I've read about um, a healthcare provider who an employee had unlimited access, unlimited range into healthcare records and stole that patient stole patient information and in some cases sold it or used it for some other nefarious purpose so these are all things that we need to be careful of only give access to what they are needed to have access to use a firewall a robust firewall can stop many ransomware attacks before they infiltrate your network configure your firewall to block access to known malicious ip addresses there's more than one way to do this. And so we're going to, so there's the firewall and then we're going to talk about another method in a moment. Um, you may also, depending on your, your setup, you may want to have um, you want to, you may want to make sure that not everything is accessible via the internet and, and really, really realistically, almost nothing should be. 
one of the first things we do when we go into a business, a new client, is remove we remove all remote access software. So first of all, turn off remote desktop protocol. Um, if it's exposed to the internet, should not be at all. And then we remove things like go to assist or log me in or um, splash top or whatever is out team viewer. Team viewer is a big one. Um, any desk, all of these things get removed unless there's a business need to have it. Um, and then I've, I've gone into businesses and connected to the server and found four or five different remote access software. Some of the software, the, the client wasn't even aware was on the server. This is extremely dangerous. This means somebody may have access to that device at that time. Disable macro scripts, commonly found in Excel, but can also be found in Word and other documents, other types of documents. A common ransomware technique is to use macro scripts embedded in documents. Configure your software settings to disable macros from email attachments to prevent this type of attack. In fact, zero trust will prevent this from happening. Um, but still, go ahead and disable macros in your software. Implement intrusion detection systems, IDS for short, can monitor your network for suspicious behavior and known malware signatures, stopping ransomware attacks before they can lock your system. We, uh, this is a true story. We went into a new client. Um, it's a financial advising firm. And we set up our intrusion detection system. Um, it does a little more than that, but we set it up. And within, I don't know, an hour or two, one of their computers was found to have a backdoor. So somebody had access to their this com particular computer and um, it appeared that a ransomware attack was imminent. The computer was immediately blacklisted, blocked from everything, blocked from the internet, blocked from the network. And um, before we even called the client. And so we called the client, told them what was going on, replaced the computer, no damage, no foul that we, we know of. We don't know if data was stolen. Um, but, uh, you know, ransomware averted. Use content scanning and filtering on your mail servers. All inbound emails should be scanned for known threats and should block any attachment types that could pose a threat. You know, if you have certain levels of Microsoft 365 and or Google Workspace, it's done automatically. There are third-party services that work over the top of it. If you're using another email service provider, you'll need to check with them to see if this is a possibility. But also a lot of malware scanners do this too um, before it gets to you. Use DNS filtering. We talked about this a minute ago with the firewall. You can also do this with DNS filtering to block potential malicious and questionable websites. And some businesses go even further, block social media and gambling sites and things like that. And especially social media because Social media could could contain phishing attacks. Implement a security policy. Businesses should develop a security policy that includes password management. You should have secure password policy, meaning the more characters, the better, upper, lower, alphanumeric um, numbers and uh, special characters. So upper, lower numbers and special characters. I said alphanumeric. That's a little redundant. And include special characters. Use... Um, so I'll tell you what we what we do. We use a password manager, and then we generate random passwords, at least 20 characters. They're stored in the password manager, and we don't have to remember any of the passwords except for the password manager. And then, you know, on top of that, also multi-factor authentication. You can also use conditional access 
if it if it'll work. So it's not always going to work. So if you have you know work remote people, if you allow work from home on certain days or things like that, it's going to be a lot more difficult to implement. But if all of your work is done at one location, then you can implement conditional access. We have conditional access set up for our remote monitoring tools. So they cannot be accessed outside of um, the allowed IP addresses. Email and internet usage. So there should be a policy for that. What are you allowed to do on with email and internet? And we've gone into multiple businesses now where they were using free Gmail accounts, AOL accounts, Yahoo accounts, things like that for business purposes with sensitive information. We shut that down immediately, told them you need to use email on the domain. It is now a policy in those businesses. Um, also, internet usage, you know, are you allowed if you're not in marketing? Should you really be on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever? And the handling and storage of sensitive information. Are you encrypting your emails that say sensitive information? Is the storage um, where it's stored? Is it encrypted in case that device walks out of the building? If you have, and I wouldn't recommend this, but if you did have information on a, a portable drive or a thumb drive, is it encrypted? Um, is your laptop or desktop, did a BitLocker turned on? Those are all the things that you need to check for. And BitLocker is free. I don't know why more businesses don't use it. So final thoughts. We would, would you leave your car and home doors open at night or when you're away? So last night, as I'm recording this, my daughter left the back door of my car open all night. I came out this morning to uh, bring my son somewhere and the door was wide open. Fortunately, nothing occurred didn't rain. No bugs or animals were in the car and nobody stole my car. So we got lucky, but the door is open. Your immediate thought is something bad is going to happen. If the door is unlocked at night, you know, we lock everything at night when everybody's home um, or when we leave, everything's locked down. Right. And most people do this now. It's not the the fifties anymore. Crime is rampant and we have to protect our homes and our property. Well, the same applies to your technology. Remember, there's no foolproof way to prevent ransomware attacks. However, however, that's a big, however, implementing these best practices will significantly reduce your risk and make your business a less attractive target for cyber criminals. Simple thing like multi-factor authentication reduces the potential reduces the likelihood that somebody will try to compromise you. I mean, if that's turned on and they're still trying to to crack the code, so to speak, then they really want to get in. Um, hackers are, are not hackers. Cyber criminals are, they're, they're like water. They're going to take the path to least resistance. So if you allow them in easily, they're going to take that opportunity and seize it. If you make it more difficult, then most are going to turn and look the other way but not all it's not foolproof so i thank you for your time um these are our socials if you're on face if you're on youtube or wherever you're seeing this video not the podcast but the video and i'll include include i will include a link to the the video in the podcast notes um we are on facebook instagram linkedin and youtube at nuage tech our website for the business is nuage tech nwaj tech.com and the podcast website is thehumanelement.net. So hope I hear from some of you. And until next time, stay secure.